Hi, I'm Elena Pullen-Venema, Director of Gift Planning at the Community Foundation of Snohomish County, and this is Looking Forward, Giving Back. This podcast is a place for professional advisors, financial managers, attorneys, accountants, and other client-centered advisors to obtain key resources, tools, and information about charitable options that can help you meet your clients' estate, financial, charitable, and tax savings goals, while also increasing diverse and equitable philanthropy in our community. You'll hear from other advisors, clients, and experts in the field of estate, financial, and charitable planning. You'll hear personal stories about the what, why, and how clients give, and how their advisors are helping them make the most of that giving. I look forward to sharing all of this and more with you in the episodes to come. Remember, for more information, you can always visit our website at www.cf-sc.org forward slash plan for free resources for advisors and their clients. Hello, everyone. Today on Looking Forward Giving Back, we have a special treat. Up until this point, our episodes have featured conversations with professional advisors discussing, among other things, how and why they talk to their clients about charitable giving. But today, not only do we have local attorney Amy Allison from Anderson Hunter with us, but we also have Amy's client and one of the Community Foundation's donors, Roxy Cronin, joining the discussion. Welcome to you both. Hi, Elena. Nice to be here. Thank you for having us, Elena. Great. Well, thanks, guys. I'm thrilled to have you both here. So, Amy, you introduced Roxy to the Community Foundation about four years ago, correct? Can you just tell me a little bit, a bit about that? Um, and then maybe, Roxy, you can also kind of tell us about how, did you know you wanted to create a charitable fund right away, or was it more of an evolving conversation? So I'll pass it over to, to you guys. Okay, sure. Yeah, I think at the time, Roxy had a few things going on. Uh, first, she had gotten an inheritance from her father, who, by the way, was a really great guy. Um, oh. And she was really interested in honoring him in, in some fashion. And also at the same time, uh, she and her husband, Bert, had had conversations in the past about contributing his IRA to charity. Um, At the time, he was unfortunately very sick and couldn't participate in the conversations, but it was really important to Roxy to honor his wishes in that regard as well. So, you know, Roxy and I kind of had a few conversations and she wanted to explore some of her options a little bit further. So we started talking to the folks at the Community Foundation, and things just took off from there. Yes, very well said, Amy. That's what happened. Uh huh. And I thought, um, I believe first I started the Blair Foundation because my father's name was Walt Blair. That's my maiden name, and um, in in his honor, and to kind of get my feet wet to see how the Snohomish Community Foundation worked, and um, I was very very happy with how it works and how it kind of guides you to certain nonprofits you might be interested in and um, how easy it was to make a donation just with a phone call or email. Um, They're very easy to work with. And yeah. Well, wonderful. And Roxy, I have to say you're very easy to work with too. So I, I, I can, and we truly appreciate, truly appreciate donors like you too. And I think you know, one thing that both of you guys said to me that really kind of stuck out is that I think a lot of people talk about legacy. So creating a legacy, but oftentimes when they think about creating a legacy through their estate or through their will, they're talking about creating a legacy for themselves. But 
Roxy, one thing that, you know, that you did that I think is just so amazing, and I want to talk a little bit later more about kind of that, that idea of, of creating a legacy and what that means, um, but you created a legacy not only for yourself and your family, but for your dad and for Bert as well. And I just think that's amazing. And I think that's an, another way for people to think about that, that creating an impact and creating what are people going to be remembered for? Um, and that it's not just one individual, but oftentimes it's a number of individuals um, who are part of that legacy. Um, so I think that's really great. Mm-hmm. So Amy, so having these types of conversations with your clients, specifically about charitable giving options, is that something you do with every client? And what motivates you to pursue charitable giving options with your, let's just say your typical client? Yeah. Um, well, I, I ask every estate planning client if they're interested in charitable giving as part of their estate plan. And you know, not everybody is. Um, some people you know, really just aren't interested. And so the conversation is dropped and we move on to something else. But for those that are, um, then we kind of talk about if they have specific charities in mind. If, for example, some people want to give to their own university or college and offer, they want, you know, the money to be used for scholarships. So, so they have really specific uh, ideas and, you know, we, we kind of work to make that happen in one way or the other, but other people have more general ideas or maybe haven't explored all of their options and they, or they don't know what their options are. And, you know, those are the clients where we dig a little deeper and open the communication up to determine you know, how much do they want to give? Do they want it to be more of an endowment type situation? Um, Do they have just general goals in mind or or specific goals? And then you, then I can sort of um, bring in the community foundation if it's a good fit and the the community foundation can tell them, you know, more details about what it does and uh, the benefits. And then, you know, we kind of take off from there. Great. Oh, that's great. And so Roxy, tell me from your perspective. So what do you see as the biggest benefit for in terms of charitable giving from the donor's perspective? You know, what inspires you? What, what, what made you think, hey, you know, this, this will be a great way getting back to you, maybe legacy. This is a great way to honor my dad and my husband um, and our family in particular. Um, or were there, were there other things that were on your mind as well? Yes. Well, first of all, I should emphasize all this really happened because for whatever reason, my husband really told, told me so many times that he wanted to um, give his IRA away. And he wanted, he went into detail about, I want us to, our kids and us to meet once a year. I want, he said to me, will you be the one in charge of uh, finding the nonprofits? And I said, sure, I'm, I can do that. And he said, and we can meet once a year and we can do this. So I, he told me this so many times, which was kind of strange because he died when he was, what, 71, um, that I knew right away that I needed to do this to, um, you know, fulfill his wishes. Um, but on another hand, uh, I think uh, charitable giving makes such a difference in our community. It ju- it's just a way of giving back. Um, I think people, I've always believed that um, to whom much is given, much is required. And that doesn't just mean money. It, if you have knowledge, time, talents, wealth, whatever, that it's, you were given that for a reason to share. And um, uh, I really do believe that. I recently watched a documentary about 
on Muhammad Ali. He said, believe it or not, I was surprised. He said, service to others is the rent you pay for your room on this earth. Wow. I love that. I love that. that. And, and I thought, I agree with this. And this is my motivation. And this is my family's motivation. It's just what's the right thing to do. So that's amazing. I love that. Thank you for bringing that, bringing that, that quote in. Oh, that's wonderful. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. So Roxy, what, and I, and I know that you've done um, some, some great work with our, our grants team, um, Angelique and Carrie and the team at the Community Foundation in terms of, of you know, sharing your charitable giving goals um, and also just kind of exploring different organizations and different causes that um, are going on in the community. So can you just tell us what, what do you think has been your most memorable or one of the most memorable because, memorable, because I know you've made some amazing, amazing gifts to various organizations as Snohomish County. What do you think, what's one of the most memorable charitable gifts you've made to a local nonprofit through your community foundation funds? Well, you know, there have been, there have been several, but uh, this kind of shows it doesn't matter how big or small your donation is. It can make a big impact. My kids and I give every year to the local high school here in Lake Stevens. We give college um, scholarships and we, it's quite an ordeal. They buy, we, I've interviewed the kids and we, we give them out and I've had such a wonderful response from some of these kids that really, this was the difference of them going to college or not. I just saw, ran into one the other day and she thanked me again. And she thanks me every time she sees me, it's pretty sweet. So that on a small scale, that is very impactful. And, but the other one was donating to the Casino Road Project, um, that donation to complete phase two of that, um, and I just toured it the other day. Oh, you so, did? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fantastic. It wasn't it Sarah? Is that her yep. name? Yep. Sarah's the director. Yeah. Yep. Sarah called me and said, Roxy, you haven't had a tour since COVID. You know, we're up, kind of up and operating. Would you like a tour? And so I went and toured it. And um, I can see the benefits of that. That's pretty cool with the education going on, the childcare, the gathering place for these families. You know, they're just kind of up getting going again. So that was quite impactful. Oh, that's wonderful. I am so glad that you were able to reconnect with Sarah and to, and to go see, I mean, there's been so much that's happened, right? (laughs) In the past year and a half. So just for nice. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're able to see it. And so just for our listeners who aren't familiar with the Casino Road Initiative um, that we have, that we partner as at the Community Foundation of Snohomish County with a group on Casino Road in Everett, um, which is an area of Everett that um, has um, some amazing, amazing community groups um, specifically supporting uh, low-income families who, and also having some wonderful, wonderful um, programs that are targeting um, kids and support of, of, of families and parents in that way, um, and also f- families whose English is their second language. Um, mm-hmm. And so providing all sorts of services, like you said, Roxy, everything from daycare to job training. One of the things that I find so amazing about the Casino Road Initiative is that it is community-led. Donors like you are really, really supporting, really digging a little bit deeper and saying, how can I have that long-term impact? What are the organizations that are community-led, community-driven, 
and directly meeting the needs and, and the ever-changing needs of, of our local communities. Um, so that's great. Oh, thank you for, for bringing up the Casino Road Initiative. One of the things, or one of the questions, and this is sort of, maybe we could start off as a question for you, Amy, as, um, as, as Roxy's attorney and professional advisor, and then also for you, Roxy, on sort of the receiving end of the information piece, that I know one of the questions I get a lot when I introduce the concept with a new professional advisor or a new client um, about possible partnering with, with the Community Foundation of Snohomish County, opening up a charitable fund, that kind of thing, is what does that relationship look like? And so, you know, the, the attorney will say, you know, I can recommend that my, you know, my donor is charitable, charitably minded, and he or she might be interested in creating a charitable fund, whether it's a donor advised fund, whether it's a designated fund for a specific nonprofit, um, but kind of then what? Because they, what I hear oftentimes is they don't know all the ins and outs of how that relationship develops. And so I, you know, I, as an attorney, refer my client to you, Elena, and Community Foundation. So then how can you guarantee we're gonna, that you're going to take care of my client and that you're going to really meet her needs and, um, and be responsive? Kind of how that kind of conversation starts. And maybe, Amy, one of the reasons that are some of the reasons that you might be comfortable sort of passing off your, your clients uh, and what your experience has been. Um, well, I mean, I have full confidence in the folks at the Community Foundation that... Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different options. They're going to explain it very clearly and concisely. And, and, you know, my client can take an active role or a passive role. Um, you know, it's really kind of, there, there's something for everybody who's interested in charitable giving. Um, so, I mean, the, the typical, the typical way it works is, you know, I'll have that initial conversation with the client, we'll talk about the benefits of charitable giving from a tax standpoint and other, you know, non-tax benefits. And then I'll make the introduction to, you know, to someone at the foundation who can give them more details about their different options and, and the roles that they want to take, whether active or passive or, and, and it usually kind of evolves from there. A lot of times what will happen is the client will do a lifetime gift just to set up a fund. And then after that happens, we'll incorporate that into their will or, or trust to add to that fund when the person passes away. So that, um, you know, we get the charitable deduction from their, from their estate for estate tax purposes, and they've already got the fund set up, the documents in place, the foundation already knows what the intent is and has some direction. And then we can incorporate, you know, other family members it's, you know, donor advised fund, you know, another family member can take over and, and we, you know, it's, it's just kind of a nice vehicle to have uh, the decedent's intent all stated. And, and then now we can just sort of carry it out. Um, I'm not sure if that answered your question. No, no, that, no that's perfect. Cause I, I wanted like, I wanted two different perspectives. And I think I really appreciate you bringing up the point, Roxy, you were talking about your, your current giving um, through the community, community foundation and talking about how oftentimes, and we have, you know, many of our donors um, ha do this exactly. They, while they're with us, they, they set up a, they set up a current fund so that they can do their charitable giving while they're still alive. They can bring their family sometimes into it to kind of help them understand what's important to them. And then through their estate or through their will, they're able to add to that fund, to that, to that charitable giving fund um, so that it will be happening even after they're gone. Um, yeah, so I, I, I think, 
I think that's better than just saying, you know, when I died, I'll go to the foundation because the foundation doesn't have any direction as to, and, and there's no relationship. Um, the way Roxy did it is perfect. She, you know, she set up the fund during her lifetime. She wanted to see how it went. Um, she wanted to, you know, <laughs> right. No, definitely. Yeah. See how they, you know, go. And then, um, and then, you know, it can, it can evolve from there and expand from there. Perfect. Roxy, can you tell us, so I know a lot of donors who have never worked with the Community Foundation, they wonder about that. They wonder about that relationship. And so, okay, how does this even work? That, you know, setting, mm-hmm. up a, setting up a charitable fund sounds really overwhelming when it, it, it isn't, or, you know, it doesn't have to be. But can you just tell us a little bit of it, maybe about kind of your experience working with Angelique and Carrie and, and my colleagues at the Community Foundation and kind of how that worked? So, you know, you sat down with Amy, you decided this was a good option for you. And then what happened? Um, yes. Well, let's first, I'd like to just clarify that I was really, um, what, kind of a fish out of water. I am not a financial expert at all. Like, that isn't my forte. That was my husband's forte. So I felt like I was flung in this situation that I really was didn't know anything about. And I'm still learning. But I'm honest, I'm still learning. But when you surround yourself with very capable people like Amy, like my CPA, like my financial advisors in at Fulcrum, and they, you have faith in them, they want the best for you. Then you can kind of think, okay, that, that's, you know, I'm going in a good direction. And for Amy to, to advise, you know, to mention the foundation, which I did know about, I thought, oh, you know, it, that probably would be a good idea. I'll, I'll jump on that, you know. Um, like I said, yeah, I have faith in in, in Amy and the other people that are surrounding me. And I'm glad that Amy mentioned taxes because don't you think this is all about being tax efficient? Mm-hmm. <laughs> indeed, indeed. That definitely helps things. That yes, helps. I, well, I will say I like the Muhammad Ali quote. Or, yes. Uh, and the, the other quote's a little better. It's a balance. Tax it's reasons, a balance. But yes, there's, there's a lot of tax savings involved in something like this as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. And, you know, and so Roxy, could you tell us too a bit about, so I want to get back to the tax thing in, in a second, um, but tell us about, so you, you met with um, our program staff to yeah. write, to, to, to write up your, your, um, your fund agreement, as we call it, um, just kind of detailing how much, what percentage of, of the balance of your fund were you going to grant out every year? Um, what types of nonprofits were you interested in? That kind of thing. Um, could just, can you tell us a little bit about how that worked? Well, um, my family and I, when I talked to them, now this, this was for the Cronin Family Foundation. We had a, my kids and I, I have three adult children and we talked about what, we actually had a meeting and talked about uh, what are our guidelines? What what are do we want to? Um, what direction do we want to go in? And we came up with um, education. We wanted to promote education. We wanted uh, to help people in need who can't help themselves. We and especially mentally ill people. And we wanted to keep this local. So those were those were kind of our guidelines. 
And um, yeah, then I, then uh, I will say Carrie, Carrie yeah. Matai, she was first and she would be e emailing me or calling me about possible um, charities. And I would go, I remember interview, I wouldn't just write a check. I mm -hmm. would go these people. It was very interesting because I was born and raised in Everett and I had never been to like the domestic violence. Um, you know, I hadn't yeah. been there. I hadn't seen it. I went there. I went to Compass Health. I went to um, what else? Cocoon House. I, I went all over town um, investigating these nonprofits, which was quite interesting. But um, yeah, anyway, that's and, and they still kind of guide me. You know, if I, I, Angelique, if I, I'll email her and say, have any, you know, new nonprofit or something that needs help. I think with COVID, I will say we gave to the food banks and mm -hmm. things that needed help. So we haven't, um, you know, really talked about other than food banks lately, but um, oh, great. his and I, so we've been, yeah. Wonderful. No, that's wonderful. And thank you so much for elaborating on that. Because I think, you know, I, I wanted to, Amy, you were saying that, you know, working with the Community Foundation, and it's, you know, and it's true that we have some donors who just want it to be transactionary. They just, they, they want to, you know, they want to say, I want once a year, I want a grant to go to you know, this nonprofit and this nonprofit, you know, the animal shelter and the arts program. And so they create what we call a designated fund. And so that's just transactionary. That's not really kind of um, sort of an advisory sort of relationship with the community foundation, but that's what some clients want. And that's fantastic. But then there are other clients like you, Roxy, who do want a, a more hands-on relationship with your giving and and they and you do want to be more active um and that's amazing that i think i love and i know i can speak for my colleagues uh, carrie our ceo and angelique our uh, our our vp of programs too that that's one of the things that we love about working at the community foundation and working with donors is that brainstorming piece of that saying what's important to you and hey if you know if you want to can we provide you with an introduction and Hey, you know, let's let's set up a site visit for you. Um, so I think you know that that I think you know before COVID, that that was a lot of donors did that, and and gradually now that we're sort of, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> in terms of of coming out of 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 our of the pandemic, that that is that that's going to be picking up again um, as well. Um, and so yeah, that's great. What a, what a cool way to involve your family too. I mean, yeah. You know, it's not just Roxy. She's pulling her three adult kids in. It's an opportunity for them to grow as a family and kind of get to know each other a little bit better. And um, what a great opportunity for for the family. Interesting, the personalities that come out also. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so a couple more questions. So, Roxy, one of the really interesting things about your relationship with the Community Foundation is that you have a relationship through your state, so through Amy um, and your will, but then also you have a relationship with us through your financial advisors, so your friends at Fulcrum, um, yeah. Michelle and Janet um, and Darcy at Fulcrum Capital in, in Seattle. Can you tell us a little bit about that and sort of how, kind of how, how that came about? Because that's one of the things that I'm really excited about too is about that relationship with Fulcrum is that Fulcrum 
is participating in our, what we call our independent investment manager program. And so what that is, is if you as a financial advisor or wealth manager have a client who's interested in charitable giving and interested in creating a fund with the Community Foundation of Snohomish County, then you as the financial advisor can in most circumstances continue to manage the assets that are donated to the Community Foundation. Maybe just tell us just a little bit kind of about how that part came about that relationship, how that discussion with your financial advisors came about. Darcy and Janet, possibly, who thought of that idea. It, it wasn't me. I think it was them. Great. No, well, that, that's, that's good for yeah. me to hear that financial advisors are thinking of those ideas on their own. That's great. Amy? I don't remember how that came about either, but I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a great way to have continuity in, <clears throat> you know, in the, uh, relationship so yeah I think so too but no, I hazy on how it came about it was not my idea so <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> well I, yeah, I'm giving you credit even if it wasn't your idea so there <laughs> okay <laughs> well great wonderful so a couple more questions before we wrap things up so when you look at our community, so this is a quick question for both of you. So when you look at how the community has grown in the past decade or, you know, really even in the past year, what are you most excited about? What, ex what inspires you for the future? Amy, you want to go first? That's a really good question. Um, one of the things is, I think in the past decade, I've just become more educated about what goes on in the community. Maybe I was just more ignorant when I first started working in Snohomish County, but there's just so many things to be excited about. I guess what I've noticed over the past decade mostly is the uh, exciting opportunities for kids and youth. You know, you have the children's museum and maybe that's because I have young kids. So right. no, me too. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm just more tuned into that. But um, you know, the children's museum, um, you know, the uh, cocoon house, um, all these things that are helping the youth of the community, uh, scholarships that, you know, that, that Roxy's been involved in. And, and um, so, I, I mean, I guess that's probably what I'm most tuned into in my life right now. Um, and that's what's most exciting to me. Oh, that's great. What about you, Roxy? Um, well, <clears throat> I was born and raised in Everett and I've, I've seen it grow immensely. And I've always wanted the best for Everett. I wanted to be the best it can be. And I think it has a lot of potential. Um, the waterfront is being developed. We have an airport. Um, we have the Children's Museum, which is beautiful. Right, Amy? That's so nice. Uh, we have the Shark Shack Art Center. We have what the Providence just opened a new stroke center. Um, right. Compass Health is building their new state-of-the-art mental health um, facility on Broadway there. We have many new restaurants. We have so many parks. We have the Village Theater. We have the Silver Tips. I mean, it goes on and on. We have a lot of things here, but I think Everett still needs a lot of work to bring this all together. And, and that's, I, I feel like it's, you know, we, it needs to be supported by by all of us in our community to make it happen. But I think, you know, there's a lot of potential here in Everett. I completely agree. And, and throughout the county, 
You know, yes. I mean, I, I grew up in the East Coast. So I'm not, um, you know, native to the area. I'm a transplant, as they, as they call us. Um, but, you know, we, we've been here for about 15 years now. And just the, the, the amount of growth, um, but also, I mean, in growth in everything from, from like you said, from the, the community, the community projects to some really cool restaurants to, to more diverse schools. Um, has been really exciting for me too. And, you know, as a parent, Amy, that, that definitely my lens is definitely has been about kids and about, about, or one of my lenses, I guess you could say, has been about kids and education in particular. Um, and, and, and the youth, the growth um, of support for the youth in the county. So that's been really exciting too. Um, well, great. So, okay, two more questions. First question is, I'm a huge podcast fan. Amy, I know in the past, you and I have had discussions about this, and I have listened to a number of the ones that you suggested. Do you have any new shows? Are, 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 do you guys listen to podcasts? Well, I know you, Amy, listen to podcasts, but Roxy, do you listen to podcasts? And do you have any suggestions? Because I'm always looking for new ones. Yeah, I'm a huge podcast fan. I listen to them on my commute, and when I go take the dog on a walk, and every opportunity. Have I told you about heavyweight? No. Okay. So heavyweight is this podcast that, um, was created by this guy. And and the concept is you have a heavy weight on your shoulders and you want to get it off of your shoulders. Uh And so he tracks down the people it's all about, you know, every, every episode is a different individual and he tracks down the people involved with the weight on their shoulders and they basically confront it or if it's, if they need wow. to apologize, they apologize, or if they need to say thank you to someone for an impact they had on their life. Um, it is really good. And it's a good break from the true crime. Cause I'm also a true crime. Fan. Oh yeah. No, we, we, we definitely have this whole true crime thing in common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you can't listen to too much. True crime. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> it gets you down. You start to, yeah, you start to fall into a deep despair. So anyway, yeah, exactly. heavyweight. Heavyweight is a good light um, listening uh, experience. So I highly recommend it. Okay. I'm going to look that up. What about you, Roxy? Well, I really enjoyed Oprah Winfrey's masterclass. She's interviewed all these um, different, oh, many different people. Um, From Condoleezza Rice to um, Tim McGraw. And it's how they got started. What happened to them? The turning point, you know, when they became famous, blah, blah, blah. That's a really good series. And right now I'm listening to Hoda Kotb, um, you know, the gal on the Today Show. Yeah. She just new podcast, Making Space, it's called. And she mm-hmm. interviews people too. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. I'm going to later today, I'm going to look up those podcasts. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you both, Amy and Roxy, so much. We're almost out of time, but is there anything else you'd like to add? What would you say to another attorneys, Amy, and other clients of attorneys or financial planners, Roxy, listening to the podcast? Well, um, I guess, you know, always ask the question. Ask the question of your clients. You know, are you, are you interested? Because um, I think a lot of estate planning attorneys don't ask and it, it's just, it, you know, you just ask the question and you see where it goes. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that the Community Foundation has, um, you know, grabbed onto such a strong foothold in the, in 
the community and is doing such great things. And, you know, the community has given a lot to me. And so um, hopefully I'll be able to give back um, and my clients will be able to give back. So. That's great. Thanks, Amy. What do you think, Roxy? Well, I think, um, you know, it's, it's just great to have your wishes known and not to wait too long, really. Now's the time to start getting this in place. It's, you know, you just don't want to wait too long because That's we absolutely have absolutely true. So yep. mm -hmm. wonderful. Well, thank you both. This has been amazing. I really appreciate everything that you've shared and just, you know, and just how you are in our community and all, all that you do for the larger community. Um, so thank you both so much. It was a pleasure talking today. Yeah, it was yeah. a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Well, that's another episode of Looking Forward, Giving Back. I hope you enjoyed the show. This podcast is sponsored by the Community Foundation of Snohomish County, a 501c3 registered nonprofit in the state of Washington. Check out our website at www.cf-sc.org forward slash plan. If you or someone you know is interested in being a guest on the podcast, let me know by emailing me at elena at cf-sc.org. Thanks to all the professional advisors out there for all you do for your clients and for our community to make it a better place right now and for generations to come. See you soon.